bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to remind you, tune in to 1017 The Truth's Gridiron Game of the Week this Friday. That's today. Martin Luther Spartans hosts the University School of Milwaukee. Wildcats. Kickoff is at 7. Tory Lowe's coming on at 6 o'clock. Again, that's Martin Luther versus University School this Friday night. That's tonight, 7 o'clock. Truth Gridiron Game of the Week on the new 1017 The Truth of Truth app, 1017thetruth.com. Presented by Gruber Law Offices. Of course. The, All the right. Sports guy. Sports guy. All right. So here's the deal. You ain't never seen. Uh, I'm just. I'm just. So I love movies. Yes. I got to say. I am a movie fool. Mm-hmm. Like decades from now. I'm just hoping. Decades. When I die. Y'all going to hear, what was he doing? Oh, he was watching Netflix, <laughs> right? He was watching Hulu. Or, or we caught him in between flipping from there to Amazon Prime Video, something. All above. I love videos. I went to go see The Woman King. Uh, great movie. Absolutely phenomenal movie. Great movie. There were some arguments because, well, why did she have to get, well, I don't want to give up. Go ahead and spoil it for me. But, no, we won't do that. It's fine. And I'm going, really? But number one, it's it's a movie. Right. Number two, it's based on facts. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that it was a great depiction of the original African and the structure they held and the way men and women had prominent roles in society. And I just thought it was phenomenal. Now, some people had issues with it being called the woman king. But you have to actually see the movie to understand why mm-hmm. she was the woman king. You have to look at, I think, I think we talked about it before. You have to look at the time and the place in the 1700s That's when right. this took place. That's right. You can't assign today's values to then. That's right. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. And you said something that was key for me at the movie when I watched it. And it, it literally kept me engaged because from a historical context. Right. It hit a lot of pieces mm-hmm. 
that when we ask the question like why did we or how come right and to how did we get you to America? Saw this movie because Lord have mercy. Turn your mic. Turn your mic. But some of the even even the even the bad scenes were great. The 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 scenes that made you upset and mad were great. You understood. Yes. And that's my point. Like just seeing pieces right. of the puzzle. Because right. if most movies like that, you kind of you felt like one way of how you felt about Africans who, to your point, you know, gave away the captured to slave into slavery. Right. But when you but watch they, this movie, you know why they did it. It, it gave you a whole nother right. kind of like. Right. Mm. And then even the twist at it when it got to the end, right. you were like. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. without saying too much. It gave you the same feeling Black Panther gave you. It did. Yep. Forever. And, yeah. and uh, like, you know, and, and all of those layers were just, I think, phenomenal. And I think the way they put that movie together, even for, you know, sisters, like, you know, the best way I can say it, and I'm going to say it this way, like, you think about the WNBA. Yep. And you think about young women being told what they couldn't do, can't do this, you know what? You can't even do it at this level. Right. What Woman King did was say, not only can we do it at that level, but we're the best thing moving around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, try us if you want, right? Like, so it was just, I think overall, just a phenomenal movie. And I love the storyline and every aspect of it because even the even the children, the child scene of trying to find herself, right? right. Like, in that journey and what right. that looked like and what that felt like. Right. So, but but the fact that the Agoji warriors, right, were part of the kingdom of Dahomey mm-hmm. was powerful in and of itself mm-hmm. because they were all women. All women. And historically, when you go back in history, that's what you find, that this wasn't something somebody, hey, I think it'd be cool to make be a great movie. You know, some, some African Amazon women. No, they actually were. They weren't necessarily Amazons, mm-hmm. but that's how we, you know, assign words and names to stuff that we think might be right? right but in the end they were there mm-hmm. at the kingdom of Dahomey was was real and one of the reasons it failed was because the resources they ran out of resources so when you when people are coming into your village trying to rob you and you capture them well you selling all your other stuff and berries and gold sell the people to sell them too and that's how that's how many slaves got to America I and, got two words for y'all forget uh, y'all forget y'all y'all go see the movie go to mall that was and then texas because we already talked about it (laughs) right (laughs) why didn't y'all tell me super after the fact text like i know what y'all saying now um yeah i i certainly want to go see the movie it's got nothing but rave reviews yes um viola davis is a amazing actress so i expect nothing short of a stellar performance from her and to think about you know, learning something more about the history and the culture mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of what makes black women so dope. When I, when I'm I, here for it. When yeah. I did my uh, say that when I did my DNA, it came back to Benin, mm. which is where the tribe of Dahomey was from. Uh, their roots. So then you start licking and digging and checking on your grandfather and you go, oh, oh OK, that's why that was that, you know, but it's it's just a, it's just a cool movie. I, and and. From the historical side, like let's keep it one hundred. Like we, we seem to have only done movies like that 
in the 60s, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, think about it. Like, this is real, right? Right. Like, now right. we're talking about, like, a historical context of a powerful Africans right. who were involved in the slave trade. Do you think that's... Do you think it's by design? Because if we circle back to what we were talking about earlier, what we perpetuate, what we want to be seen, movies like Black Mm -hmm. Panther, movies like Woman King, like they're far and few between because, oh, can we start showing things? But both of those movies work executive produced, produced by black people. Women made the Woman King. The director, the executive producer. I think my point is that representation, we have to show, we have to be out here selling and telling these stories because otherwise they won't be told. Correct. And And you think, and we tell kids, like, think about this, like, and and I've said this a long time, being around young people for 20 some plus years, like, they don't, you you know, you were a king. Like, what I thought this movie depicted was all the layers of Africa that you can connect to. Correct. Mm -hmm. From the orphan girl almost to, the king to right. the warrior to the to the to the hood dude, you know every aspect of it, and you give you're depicting you know our motherland in a way that now can be, I think dissected even differently, which we haven't really done much of because it was either back then it was like you know when you think about some African movie it was just the king, and the warrior. <laughs> Right, it was a we're just warring against each, each other. other we're right? the savage it. animals, no, and we kill them. Right. Then the white guy comes in and saves everybody. Right. Like, like how can you make like this George one? of the Jungle? Right, right, right. Tarzan, Tarzan. Like, what? That yeah. left Tarzan movies. But you know, the, bo- the bottom line is is there's nothing new under the sun. Nope. That that the same structure we have today, we had in Africa. Mm-hmm. Whole families, yep. whole villages, mm-hmm. wealth beyond compare. Yep. It was great. 833-212-1017 is the number. <laughs> By the way, I have an important message, so Don't I want y'all to listen. <laughs> Elections are coming up in Wisconsin, so this is our opportunity to make our voices heard. Our friends at AARP created a comprehensive election guide where you can find up-to-date information on how to register the rules for early voting, key deadlines, and more. Visit aarp.org forward slash WI votes to get all the information you need to cast your ballot. Your vote is important because it can change the future for you, your family and our community. So stay informed and make sure your voice is heard for the latest voting information. Visit AARP.org forward slash WI votes. This is the Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Jay Z verse on God did. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We done got a whole bunch of truth this afternoon. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be talking about. What I'm supposed to be talking about? 
I don't know. Uh, let, me talk about let me let me let me go check my notes because y'all be y'all be going off and talking about stuff. Are we hitting the y'all Um, I get accused of beating them up, yo, mayor. But um, you the city budget. Any thoughts on the city budget? I here. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, I'm going to say this about Mayor Johnson. Um. He, and I, I'm not sure how you beat him up, like you said, but he he really, really, really is, is making, a, I think, a, a move, right? Like, I, I, I think. What move? So think about. I'm, I'm just being the opposite. Of I don't know. Like, I, there you go. Okay. How can I? How can I? First of all. Help a brother out. Explain it to yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a two-year-old. Be quiet, Nolita. <laughs> I like I like Chevy. I like Mayor Johnson. I do. I do. I, I really think do. I think the budget issue is just going to be that you know Milwaukee's right. issue is it is what it is. Um, I do think as a career um, politician, you know, or the, you know, this is something he wanted to do. It's going to be a, a hell of a learning curve for him. Um, that was a nice way of saying oh, you, you know, when you're the face, yep. you know, you got to, you know, you take all shots every, from every angle, right? Yep. And um, that's why not everybody wants to run for mayor and they'd rather sit in the ottoman seat for life. Because everybody don't want all that. I yep. just take my constituents on the 16th Street or 29th <laughs> or the South Side or whatever. they rather just... Sherman Boulevard, call it a day. I'm just saying, you know, we just got to... So, I don't know. It's My brother got, you know, I, 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 I believe in him, though. I think he can make something happen. Got to be surrounded around the right people, though. And that's the key. Yeah. Your campaign, you weren't surrounded by the right people. You're in office now, you're not surrounded by the right people. And I'm saying the right people that has the city in their view. In their view, yeah. not their constituency. And so I think it's unfortunate that now we have to sit through a budget where, you know, I hate to say it, your virtue signaling, we're gonna we're gonna cut seventeen cops. Like that makes you happy. Like you do realize your city's in crisis and you're cutting the police through attrition. Like you're, you're we're gonna harsher. cut the fire department. You know how devastated the yeah. like when I was first time in my life, right? Complain, oh the fire department they just work and sleep and work twenty four hours. Watch yourself. No, watch no, you. I'd say what I said. It's my show. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this hey, my show. She got up my show. like, hold on, turn me up. Turn me up on that one. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Slow your roll. <laughs> right. Gotcha. And and so and so, you know, because we can do that, mm-hmm. right? Cops can tease firefighters, firefighters, because I mean, literally, when when you didn't have no help, sometimes one of them had to step up and sometimes we had to step up. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I saw when I was a police lieutenant, when they cut the fire department, I went. Okay, so I'm not a trained or even certified firefighter. I know that's dangerous mm. just by watching the job they do. Yeah. Three people? No, nah, dude, I'm done. Yeah. I was like, that was the first time in my life I said, I'm glad I'm not a firefighter. You know what? And here's what's crazy about that. Until and I now joined, they just cut them. And, yeah. Until I joined the Fire Police Commission, we we don't have a – I don't think people really truly appreciate and understand <laughs> the, the, the definition of first responder. responder. Yes. I did a ride along. And <laughs> I did a ride along, and it literally, it literally, I looked at them like, "Holy!" And y'all moly. do this on purpose? 
And they are in the, I went to the one, the, the area that has more calls than any other calls in the state. So I was at the joint off of, um, what's that, Fond du Lac in um, Locust, right? District, yeah, district, and so. District 5, District 7. It was yep. like, I was just amazed at the thing. And we didn't even have a lot of calls. My little scary self saw three <laughs> things. It was like, yo, how do y'all do that? And you still got to, you know. And, but here's the thing, though. Learned, learned behavior, right? Like, I had a young man tell me he wanted to be a firefighter. And then a couple months went by. I was like, okay, so what happened? He was like, yeah, I'm scared of fire. What? I said, you know that that's the least of kind of what it means to be, be a firefighter. It's a part of it. Part of it, right. Yeah, you know, so, <laughs> you know, because everybody's scared of fire. Don't yeah. get it, you know. But, you know, just the understanding truly what they do being first responders mm-hmm. and the budget is a tricky thing and not being on the city, like right. being on FPC, we don't have any control of the budget. But if I could, you know, my thing with the fire department and I tell Chief Lipsky, like, how do we get you the right tools? But, you know, the budget is one of those tricky, slippery slopes because people just don't know, I think, a lot. They think they know. <laughs> until, you, until you get on that, you get on that rig with them, and 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 you have to run to a baby being shot yep. or you know uh, someone overdosing, a car accident, a, a car where accident they're where dismembered, parts. yeah, mm-hmm. flying over, and for you're sure. thinking like, and they on shift for another twenty hours they, today. They go, right. they go back and try to have lunch, lunch together. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait, and we get there first. And we call them. Mm-hmm. And so I think. <laughs> like, come on, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll be here. We'll be here. When you get here. Right. I ain't going to go through this by myself. No, yeah. No. So I think if we just circle back to the budget and to your point uh, about cutting, yeah. I think it really sends, you know, a poor message to those groups, those firefighters, those police officers. Like, yeah. you know, we're really out here doing the best we can. We're stretched thin. You would really want the people who are in leadership to understand the value. And to your point, Linnell, I get it. It's tricky, right? Like sometimes you robbing Peter to pay Paul almost, you know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of money around, but there has to be a solution that also shows the value of those first responders, those police officers, as well as understand what they contribute to the city. Because when you can say that you can cut these things, and think things will run it right. smoothly. Right. We know that's false. You, but but one of the things we yes. have to do is we are good at when we have an issue dividing up the pie. It's like that's all the the, the fire and police commission and all the and and everybody thinks right. We got to divide up this to make sure. When instead of thinking about how do we make the pie bigger, mm-hmm. we have to make the city bigger so that you have a larger tax base so you have more money. Oh, that's, that's interesting. That's like the only way. For some reason. Cities have this thing that they spend the majority of their time dividing up a pie instead of actually adding to the pie. Increasing it. Mm. If you would add buildings and neighborhoods the same way you add buildings downtown, we wouldn't be having this issue. We'd have jobs. You would need uh, public transportation because you can buy your own car. I mean, all those things that we keep crying about and asking for. But when the time comes, we divide up the pie more. It, it doesn't make any sense. The people who who actually really need the money, let's let's be real, firefighters get paid fairly well and do police officers, plus overtime and court and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But the city worker that has to work 30 years mm-hmm. to get a pension mm-hmm. that may or may not be there, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are hurting. Mm-hmm. Scary. Because their offices are desolate. You got two, three, four people doing what? 10, 12 people used to do. 
The cuts are massive. And they're going to quit. And now what? They're going to retire and there'll be nobody left. Well, part of, you know, part of the budget issue, too, from a constituency standpoint, you know, an alderman or someone, you know, has to make decisions a lot of times because of what they're getting put in their ear from their residents. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Residents don't always know that losing X amount of firefighters or, you know, they worried about the whole potholes. Like, you know, so, hey, make sure the potholes fix it. But don't cut because how many people actually potentially have called or have to deal with a firefighter until you, you know, you don't know what you're missing until you. So, yeah, again, I think it's about educating and understanding the services in front of our, you know, residents and constituents in order to to make, you know, but again, to your point, the pie is the pie. Right. I think that's the that's the messed up thing about the pie is the pie. And this is the one reason I don't, I don't play politics. Yep. Because I, I don't even want to sit in that room. I hate I hate the discussion. Like, because you're right. Like, I don't want don't cut. No, don't cut them. We need the garbage men. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Don't do. No, I need because they already be late. You know what I'm saying? Like, I. but folks don't know what they don't know. You know, they just worry about that one issue in front of their house sometimes. Yep. Streetlights. Like, Streetlights. Why am I paying extra for streetlights? <laughs> Why do I have to pay to get a dumpster put in front of my to get stuff picked? Perfect. Like I don't, I'm yeah. not understanding that. I already pay the taxes, yeah. right? Give me the services. Mm-hmm. If we have to have more police and you want to charge people more taxes, so we're one of the highest tax, you know, places in America anyway. So mm. I mean, but at some point we have to make it bigger, and we're not doing that. The minute you start saying raise taxes, though, you just oh, just no. Right. Well, but I mean some <laughs> right. taxes. Watch this. If you got rid of every state that gets rid of um, income tax, taxes you in other ways, services and all that. That way people pay for what they want at the amount they want to pay. If you want to drive a car in Arizona, you will pay the 1%. And if you bought a $50,000 car, you pay 1%. That's That's your registration. That's funny. A girlfriend of mine just moved to Arizona and she said that her Surprise! registration was like seven hundred dollars. That's right. like hey, that's cash that's money? Right. American that, money. That $95 we pay right now. Look right, though. That's that's right. Right. I'm I'm sitting here like the wheel tax. You're right. I'll keep it. It's fine. Keep it. But go back and every time you buy your parking permit, mm-hmm. every time you buy this, 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 you're actually paying more than seven fifty. But we don't think about it. You said something I wanted to hit on. I think it goes back to the conversation we had a little bit earlier about narrative change and growing the city, mm-hmm. right? I was I was visiting family down in Texas, and we were talking, and they were like, "Dog, how y'all how you stay there, right?" And I'm sitting there thinking, like, "What you mean?" Like, you know, they were like, "Well, everything going crazy in Milwaukee. Like y'all streets tow up the Kia boys. This, you can't find a joke. You're the most segregated city in the country. Like." You all, list, the, all the talking points. Right? All, all the talking the points talking about points. Milwaukee. <laughs> and then you look at them like, damn, y'all do realize like that's a small percentage of what's happening in this city. Right. You don't grow the city unless we change the narrative. Right. And it can't just be it can't just be the Bucks with the Deer District. Why not? Hey, but that's <laughs> to your point, right? Like they are think and here just, I know people may, you know, people got problems. I love what they're doing. I absolutely adore that every time you go down in that area, something else is popping up. Yeah. And except the, uh, what's the little joint that just opened a little slushy joint? Um, <laughs> Fat Tuesdays. Like, nah, we don't need no Fat Tuesdays. That's just me. Uh, but nonetheless, I, there has to be a, a concentrated effort to say Milwaukee's great to grow it. And we have to point out the great things that are happening 
for it to be great. We don't do a good job of that. And I think that's what we got to figure out. Right. Very true. If it's that was this huge push to make Milwaukee a region of choice yes. for employee employees to come here, mm-hmm. to want to live here really? and work here. Really? Yes. But it's a work in progress. Um, but I think that's part of it. That's part mm-hmm. of changing. If we could change that narrative and get more larger companies, perhaps involved in the push and market this well enough to get the money out of downtown. Stop spending every dime you get on downtown. Where downtown goes, goes the city. It's not true. Ask Detroit. They spent a whole bunch of money on downtown. Detroit still died. Why? Neighborhoods. Most people don't live downtown. They live in the neighborhood. When a neighborhood gets bad, they leave. But it's a joint thing, right? Because our downtown, yes, our downtown was terrible for it. Let's keep it one hundred, right? Like we hated it. But that's what I'm saying. I, I love and like so the museum is moving. Someone I saw read this the other day. The museum, the new museum being built like across the street from Hillside, right? Right. And somebody said, I can't believe it. And then somebody else was like, Hey, you do know the fire serve two blocks from there, right? Like, mm-hmm. like so you know Hillside's literally down part of downtown now. Right. Almost really mm-hmm. when you think about it. Right. So to your point, I think yes. We got to figure out a way to build neighborhoods and give people other things to do in the downtown. So Sherman Park should be the Sherman Park of old, right? Like right. when you think about if you're in Milwaukee and you know, you know, if you if you grew up in the seventies in Milwaukee, Sherman Park used to be the neighborhood. Yep. Like and everybody and, fought to get there. Everybody. I want to grow up. I want to be in Sherman Park. Park. I want right? to live on 51st Boulevard. Bing. I so, want to live on Sherman. So how do we fix Man. continue to build those things up and out? At the, and again, to your point, that's why I love your idea about we got to get bigger. Yeah. But to get bigger, we got to change the narrative. Yep. We got to stop perpetuating the story to kid boys run our city. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that if you if you ask anybody who don't live here about what they hear about Milwaukee Kia boys, it's all negative. They'd be like, yeah. bro, like there's things to do. They, they, Before we go to break, every time I leave plain land, I turn on the TV. Some from Milwaukee is in the city where I am. Mm. I'm like, mm. I'm done. We got to do a better job. Got to do I'll better. Say. Truth Roundtable. Nolita Franz, Linnell Ramey. DZ here somewhere. Where's DZ at? I don't know where you go. Where you go? <laughs> I love that thing. Give me one a day, though, hopefully. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You was one of them gold star kids. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be right back. Looking for a career that truly changes lives? Join the growing team at Rogers Behavioral Health, the leader in high-quality mental health treatment for the past 115 years. Rogers is currently hiring for nursing, patient care, leadership, and other in-demand roles to help provide life-saving treatment for those struggling with mental health and addiction. Rogers employees enjoy generous benefits, including select sign-on bonuses, tuition and child care reimbursement, and opportunities for career growth. Join the Rogers team. Visit rogersbh.org careers and apply today. You are listening to The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yeah. You know what? I like the play. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play it. Play on, play it. Yo, Trey, drop the verse. 
It's going down, fade to Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving up orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shakers. Shutting it down, good lord. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around. Cover much grounds, got game by the town. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Let me check this talking text line. I'm, I'm afraid to, because, you know, every time Nolita come, the talking text line blow up. You tell that Nolita, I said. You tell. And I'll be like, uh, somebody going to come whoop up on you. Oh, you let be quiet. Um, okay, we got some weird stuff on here. Maybe people will be kind today. What the... <laughs> Tell them you're here. So. One thing that is missing is that there are new details that came out yesterday, Brett Favre. Oh. I believe that point to the fact that it was told to number four that what we're doing is illegal. And he pushed forward saying the didn't know thing is worn out. Uh, again, the thing is him accepting. I think we <laughs> think we all knew like he took the money. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't take that bag. You got to right. let that one ride and let that go. And now it's unfortunate because of, you know, like I said, I grew up off Brett. Like, you know, I'm a Packer to, you know, to my core, to my core. Mm. Yes, don't I am. Don't, don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Listen, listen, don't do that. Uh, why don't. is that? Like, why is it when you disagree with people, you call them a hater? You were, as you if whatever you're talking about, as right. if whatever you're talking about is more important. What was this? What was the sound? See, anyway, I listen, there I'm going to go back to Brett <laughs> is still a legend and yes, mine, and people yes, can't let that go. Yes, and is. there's a lot of people won't let it go simply because, based like you said, what did he do illegal? What did he do illegal? He did a thing he did was illegal. Well, yeah, and am I, right? <laughs> what's, what's prosecutable? What's prosecutable, right? So I think that's Anything's it, so. prosecutable. Whether or not you'll win, that's yes, another story. Well. Because we know some guilty people that were prosecuted. <laughs> this is true. We, I think this we've determined that will there be charges against Mr. Farr? We don't know yet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting if it comes out. You know why? Those were state dollars. But now we got to figure out where... Any part of that money came from the federal government. Potentially. They can get him. If he missed, if he signed off as the quote right. unquote, you know, executive order right. or whatever. I want to go to something you did have on this list though. I want to yes, ask sir. about you talking about black representation in the media. Woo! You and here you got enough hours in the day for that. But I think what's interesting in that conversation potentially is what does that really mean? Right? Because here's the deal. We got it. I this is me speaking. Like right. if I looked the use here, right? Like we go to V100, we go to 98.3s, we go to ESPN now, we go to like you, we CNN, you know right. what I'm saying? Like right. even Fox. Like so right. there are, there is representation. But is it accurate Re- representation? That's, that's and, where. And is the, is the perspective and the prism you're seeing us through our lens? Or their lens about us. So here's the challenge I have for you. Is social media considered part of media now? No. Says who Absolutely now? not. I do. Okay. No. I was like. <laughs> I do. But that's why I knew he was going with that. And here's why. Right, come on. Yeah. When you can't control the medium, right? Mm-hmm. When they only give you access to the medium that they give you access mm-hmm. to, you don't control the media. Mm. 
no matter what you do. So you're saying it's not holistic. You're seeing portions of right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. I could put it on YouTube, but YouTube's going to decide whether or not it's going to stay there. That's not control. Anyway, 833-212-1011. Y'all want to go back to Brett Favre or stay on? Um, mm-hmm. Y'all want to go back to Brett because we got yeah, a caller who want to talk about Brett Favre. Oh, come on, caller. Let me take the call. It's all about the people. Let's hear from Listen, no you. You outnumbered today. About time. Let's, let's hear from Black Conscience, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Knowledge yourself and good health to you and to your guest, Dr. Kier. How's it going? Uh, it's going well on this Friday. But I'm going to leave Brett Farker alone. Y'all, y'all, y'all too soft on him. Uh. You know, I made my piece with Michael and his allegations. You know, I just quit messing with uh, uh, the, little, the little molester, R. Kelly. But when you mess with the poor people's money, and you got money, come on now. I don't care how many balls he throw. Facts. He should have gave us some of his signature back, uh, balls to get that money. But that's my opinion. Yeah. But to answer your question, how you build up these cities, these inner cities, these five three two zero sixes and stuff like that, sad to say he won't do that until that uh, one thing, gentrification. Hmm. That's when it's all going to change, okay. unfortunately. You think, and call a quick question, you think gentrification is the only way to make a change? The only way the change is going to happen. Here's why. So every city Along changed. with all those, talking, all those talking points you guys were talking about, the other thing that goes with that is the stigma over renters versus owners. It has to be. And a, right now, yeah. renting, renters get a bad, bad deal. Man, yep. Agree. To the point where they rather let areas go, 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 uh, south side of Chicago, until now we can easily move in because we have moved the people. Yep. You guys do your celebration. Yep. The celebration was now moved. That's right. And now we can take this land, and instead of projects, they could put condos at a million-dollar price tag. That's right. Absolutely. What that happened here, you, you know, historically in Milwaukee, look at Bruce Hill. Right. You know, if you look back in the day, you know, I went to Riverside and University High School, and that's live, what happened. So That plan is live and in action right now today. They are salivating over Hillside. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all the surrounding areas. Yep. So it's They're important for us to have a narrative around that. That's why we have to speak on well, the importance of, on why it's important to have renters. But it has to be a collaborative community. We can't th- keep thinking or accepting ourselves certain things and certain factors that then leave our people out to dry. Like, we can't, in one breath, knock renters and duplexes and whatever because we own our home across the street. We have to be a voice to the renters to say, hey, it's cool if you rent. That's fine, but here's what I'm going to let you know. Here's certain thing we want to be able to do so our neighborhood, your kids, your grandkids, whoever. Mm-hmm. What we do is also buy into gentrification after the fact because now the home value of those homes, to your point, is $1.3 million. But we had a say when they turned Brown Street upside down. You remember, Ooh. right? You know what I'm saying? Think Ooh, about it. Oh, you went there? I'm just saying, when you think about it, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, but that's, but it's a great thing. But they, for sure. Right there with you. You, just have a, you just have a larger voice, but you're preaching to the choir because I'm right there with you, brother. And that's what I'm saying. I think that's what well, I want to be able to see us do a better job at that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We need to unify to, to, to come together to really get this done in, in our favor. And that's why we, in, I think that voice has to be consistent, and we can't let go of the, for lack of a we can't let go of the vision that we all see for those neighborhoods. Cause, I'm going yeah. to wish y'all well, peace and blessings. Dr. Ken, remember, Lake uh, Ivanhoe, October, really big celebrations, getting even bigger. 
I'll send you a DZ so you can share it with the listeners. Please do. Appreciate it. We need to be uh, we need to be into as well. All right. You look like you got something to say. Yeah. You you, you, you look like she she go. kept grabbing the mic and then she like oh, let it go. I, I, I don't I don't disagree with um a lot of the things that the the caller said. So I actually do agree. I, I the other piece of this is when you start thinking about renters versus owners and you think about the companies that are coming in purchasing these properties mm-hmm. um and putting people who would go and live in those neighborhoods out of a place to live or maybe maybe you just want to own property in that area to see it built back up. But these people with higher dollar, ta- high dollar tags coming in, buying up those properties and keeping mm-hmm. people from being able to, you know, live in those sure. neighborhoods. Sure. So I really think that, you know, unfortunately the ball is already rolling. Yeah. There's yeah. very little we can do to reverse some of this because you're not giving up that real estate. They're not giving it up. Well, you know, some of it is, is conscious um, developers too, right? Like, oh, yeah. like I said, that's why oh, I brought yeah. up Brown Street. Cause when you look at what they did to that school and then that neighborhood and the Black Holocaust Museum, and mm-hmm. that's us, right? Like, we got to figure out how to keep those. Then it's across the street from boobies, which helps. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? I love that. So, you know, uh, 502, I'm sorry for those of you who's not 502, yes. not boobies. Come on, not. Call hey, it bo- by its proper name. <laughs> Ooh. By its taxpaying name. Right, right, right exactly. <laughs> does, does that make it a slave name? Anyway. Right. Um, you still have time to sign up for Black Business Give Back, sponsored by 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank, which is restarting. Bright and early Monday morning. Don't stop trying. If you didn't win last month, now's your chance to win. Be one of the first 10 businesses to sign up at blackbusinessgiveback.com. And if your business is selected, you'll win $2,000 worth of free commercial advertising on the truth. Again, go to blackbusinessgiveback.com. To be eligible, you have to be in business for at least one year and be in Milwaukee County. The Black Business Giveback is sponsored by 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank. Member FDIC. More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to tr- talking about food. See, that's why we can't come good back food. and the song go too long because we're too busy talking about food. Some good food, though. Talking about food. Is your microphone on? Hey! Welcome to the party. I almost said something, but I don't want to. I don't want the wrath. <laughs> she gave me that look too. Like I dare you. She gave me the look like I'll kill you. Okay. <laughs> I'll kill you. Husband carry an axe. Right. You okay? <laughs> yeah, right. Probably throw it. It was this car just came out of nowhere. Right. It was a whole truck. Be nice to me. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> I'm always nice. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Okay. I don't know what's happening. All right. So, um, final comments. Nolita, thoughts? A few thoughts. One, I need to go see The Woman King. We'll be happy. Um, <laughs> other thoughts. Oh, word. <laughs> That's how you feel. That's um, how I feel. As it relates to our city, I mm-hmm. definitely think, I just want to, reach back to something Linnell said earlier. The negative, t- the negativity that you see um, popularized in our social media or in some of our news reporting is not indicative of the city in its entirety. There are some great things that are happening here and we all should take a collective effort in sharing those things and making Milwaukee uh, the positive place that we know that it can be and that it is so that the rest of the world can see. I don't know how you're going to follow that up. Dude. Mike, drop. <laughs> Listen, I yeah, very simple, and I'm tag teaming. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Easy method, right? Speak about our city in positive ways. Join positive things. Put out positive vibes, and then it can grow, and then it can get the things that we want to see more of. Um, don't sleep on it. I am happy to leave that's going to go see the movie, so um, that's definitely got to be on the final list of things today to talk about. And when was the last time you saw a movie? Okay, I don't want to know no, that. that. <laughs> don't ask. That's a, that is a fantastic <laughs> question. A while. Oh, a while, huh? <laughs> and I think my final comment is, it's okay to, uh, and this is just in support of September, which is, you know, um, part of Mental Health Month mm-hmm. and support. Right. It is okay not to be okay, That's but right. it is not okay not to seek help when you're not okay. Right. And I think I want people to understand that, that stop thinking mental health is a, a, a baggage you have to carry by yourself, but seek support, get support, and then receive the right help that you need. And that can look a lot of different ways. Yes, all right? So sure. don't, they don't take the stigma or the you're going to get locked into the rubber room, whatever people try to say nowadays. Don't right. mm, get your help, but it's okay not to be okay. All right. So just want to say that. And especially if you're in public service, any Absolutely. kind, not Absolutely. just first responders, Say but the fact that yeah. if you work with other people, mm-hmm. that means 100% of everybody. You need to go talk to somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Thanks for having us. times. Yes. Yes, it is. But it'll get better. 100%. It always will. Most definitely. And it's up to you all. Because I'm out. <laughs> Washington <laughs> State, baby. That's right. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Truth Roundtable. I want to say thank you to the Nolita Franz of Beautifully Blended and the Mentor Milwaukee yes, sir. King Puba <laughs> extraordinaire. I'll take it. Thank you, Ramey. thank you, sir. 06. 06, thank baby. Thank you for having me. Never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms. Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Tori Lowe's show is up next. Along with uh, Gridiron Game of the Week starting at 7 o'clock. Have a great day. God bless. I'll see you at 4 o'clock Monday.
Guy Willen. Have a good weekend.